Alright, man, we back. It's popular, guys. Yeah. We missed you. I don't know if they missed us, though, Six. I think they missed us. They, As of recently, believe it or not, they have been being mean to us on Twitter. Oh, yeah, as so. of recently? What, what what picked up? What changed? I don't know. I think I tweeted something about, like, why are you guys watching this uh-huh. ad? And, and they was like, yo. They were like, yeah. And then I get DMs on Instagram. Where the fuck you guys at? Oh, wow. It's like, oh, hi. Missed you, too. That's love. My I'm- friends. Thank you for the people that's uh that missed us. Hi, friends. Yeah, we're yeah. Bike. We're definitely bike, man. Uh, here to it, this is like um, this is like the summer league. This is like the combine. Yeah. We're training, like we're getting our we're getting our muscles back together yes. for BMF. Yes, because BMF is is coming in September, and we will be here for it. Yeah. So so this is us providing a small you know you know a little bit of content. A little, I'm doing the Trump. A little bit of content. What I need from you is to never imitate yeah, that particular I'm, gentleman. I'm doing the, the um, Trump hands. Don't. Don't. He's very tiny hands. Okay. Um, I'd rather you just kind of not. Just not? That's, okay. Mm-hmm. This is us preparing for the big game. The, that's it. Which right. is 50s BMF. And we're going to we're gonna figure out how to not, you know, have these such long stints of off season again. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't so, like us being gone. So we're yeah. going we're gonna to fix that. We're going to put the kibosh on that. The kibosh. We're gonna put the kibosh like on that. I like it. Um, you know what it is, man. Grams of snow, and we are here covering the sixth episode offering of Cocaine Cowboys. That Kings Netflix of Miami. Yeah, yeah, Kings of Miami. Billy Corbin found it in his heart to find another drug story in Miami because I'm sure you can <laughs> throw a rock and hit in, four. In, 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 right in <laughs> any era and hit mad cocaine stories in Sheesh, Miami. You can throw a rock right now. Yeah. So. Oh, no pun intended. You could. But um so uh, you know what it is, man. It's uh the realest nigga Treasy, man, aka Edward Snorton. <laughs> Brick and mortar. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my man BJ for that name. <laughs> uh, he gave it to me on uh pause. He gave it he gave me the name on um on the uh the end of Snowfall. I hate you. But yeah. uh but you know, Emmett Sniff was better. So I had to end with Ach, Emmett Sniff. Hey, Emmett Sniff. Aww. Is that what? No, I ended with, uh, no, no, no. I ended with. Doofy, um, I don't know. No, no, no. I ended with uh, Chadwick Noseman. You That's did. What it very was. respectful. That, yes, our community was very upset with you for that, actually. Were they? Oh, my God. Come they on, were not man. happy with you for disrespecting the dead like Come that. Come on, man. He laughed. I'm sure. Hello? Uh, I'm, you got to keep a sense of humor about Guys, you. Guys, we're back. I'm sorry, Apparently, man. We're here. Uh, yeah, and that's my co-host, Six, oh, a.k.a. Tina Snow. You know, we're going to keep it real light. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Old Megan the Stallion, like, Megan the Stallion head-ass looking nigga. Listen, I'm working on trying to look like Megan the Stallion. Are you working on it? Listen. Are oh, you about to get a BBL? Um, I'm going to do my best to avoid a BBL. I have a gym membership. Oh, okay. I was about to say. We I mean, I'm not BBL opposed. Right. We're okay. going to give it a year or so. You, see what happens. You BBL adjacent. I'm... I'm I don't know if I have the patience or time for BBL recovery, right? Like the BBL is one thing, but then you can't like sit on your ass for 90 days. You can't sit on your ass for 90 days. Yeah. You got to like a boppy. You got to lay in your stomach. Like it's, it's dramatic. Like that's why people think, oh, you just go get a BBL. And a lot of these girls end up looking horrible oh. because the aftercare is the part that'll fuck you up. You got to get massages, all this stuff. I'm not responsible enough for that. Oh yeah. Right? Now that's the most. It's too much. So I'm gonna go to One Life, mm-hmm. do these lunges, okay, these hip thrusts, right? 
eat some yam. Okay. So here we end up in a year. So. Okay. Oh, so the BBL is plan B. Yeah. For plan plan BBL. Like plan, it's way down there. We're going to figure out some stuff before then. So if the exercise don't do it. Then, then I'll try, like you can do all the thing. The aftercare for lipo also helps to contour your body. Okay. I don't so, even know aftercare for lipo. It's is. okay. You don't need to. Yeah. Um, but I'll do the aftercare before I actually do lipo to see if that'll change. Because if your waist looks smaller, your hips look bigger. Just like, who cares? Got it. I'm just, yeah, but letting someone even put my own fat back in my body. Yeah. It just, you know, just not my, not, again, some of the girls, the BBLs. Right. My God, today. But I am simply just not responsible enough for that to be like my first, second, or third choice. Right. Got it. And but, I would know how to act with BBL. Let's be honest. Let's be completely honest how, here. Well, how are you supposed to act like yourself when you got a BBL, ain't you? Not you should, right? That's how you're supposed to act <laughs> yes. with a BBL. That's, that's what you're supposed to do not, when you come into success. You got to you got to keep it player. If you give me a BBL, yeah. Oh, you finna let everybody know. Listen, I'm water pants. Oh, water. Oh, water okay. Pants. You gonna be out here just sir, ass naked, got sir. It. With the, okay. You see what I'm saying? When you buy a Mercedes. It's important to know yourself. Man, it's okay. important to know your strengths and weaknesses. That's all. So your so your weakness is a BBL. It's like you can't hide success. That's your weakness. You can't hide money. You can't okay. You don't know how to hide money. Okay. Well <laughs> duly noted for all the lie. drug dealers that's it's listening. A fucking lie, but uh, I, mean, I probably couldn't hide ass. How's that? This this is a sub that honestly, I'm not qualified to speak about this subject. I'm glad you recognize that. Yeah, I'm not qualified. I love that for you. But we're here to talk about coke. Yeah, we are here to talk about massive amounts of cocaine. A lot of cocaine at very cheap prices. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming that everybody that's listening to this has seen Cocaine Cowboys 1 and 2. The movies. Yes. I think it's a fair assumption with our demographic, yes. And if you haven't, please pause this and go watch them. No, fuck that. If you haven't, (laughs) please listen to this. Keep oh, listening okay. to us and then also watch Cocaine Cow. You don't got to stop this shit and come back to it. Griselda Blanco is definitely more important than we are. She is, but, I, you know, she, I mean. Well, as long okay. as you know who Pablo Escobar is, this will make sense to you. If you know who Pablo is, if you know who Griselda is, and if you're just, a, if you're just like very sort of kind of familiar with the terrain of Miami and cocaine life. Like if yeah. you've seen Scarface, bro, you could probably handle this content. And if you and you have seen Snowfall, if you're here, so you'll understand the California side of it. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, we made a lot of assumptions, but it's fair with our audience. Yeah. We we assume our audience is intelligent. It, yeah, at least yeah, familiar with cocaine. They're here with us there on the on a podcast called Grands of Snow. Yeah, but it's even you know can't assume these days you gotta, you gotta spell it out sometimes but. and always with us you know you get a, a history lesson of some things that may or may not have gone down so, so that's what honestly if i can just tell you six that's kind of what i'm excited about this like mm-hmm. um i wouldn't call myself a drug historian right like i don't i, would. I don't read i don't just like read biographies and autobiographies of drug dealer niggas like i, I just do. watch a lot of the content when when information comes across my 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 desk <laughs> when it comes right. across my desk uh-huh. then you keeping know the notes I, for the for the autobiography there you go i just i just kind of i just kind of mentally paste things together shout out to my homeboy moose uh he kind of taught me to really think about things in time a virginia legend moose is yeah moose is a virginia legend man and um um so so that's 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 i'm excited about because i've never heard the story of these guys really these t- Willie and Sal, absolutely not. Okay, you've heard of these guys. 
only because I have a very huge place in my heart for the city of Miami. Like you ever notice, I know a okay. bunch of dumb Miami, well, not dumb, but random seeming Miami history. I really love the city of Miami and I know a lot about what's happened to it. Okay. So you were familiar with, you were familiar with the names Willie and Sal? The names, not their complete stories, but I knew that there existed two drug dealers who raced boats. Well, all right. That's okay. no, but Willie right, and Sal, it, like, got it, it, got it, yeah, got it. Okay. I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. Cause I was like, that's just, I mean, that's the fucking plot of Miami Vice, the movie. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah you remember the fucking i didn't watch Miami vice the movie it's about cops oh no nah, miami vice the movie listen it's about the fucking jets. that is a yo that shit is good though fuck that fuck, listen i'm not a fucking I outlaw do i call cops what do you mean cop again what are you talking about miami vice is about the police ain't it yeah what about them i don't do copaganda well explain to me what copaganda means. anything that makes the police look like something other than the police that they're, shit makes no. That make pigs. them look. I like don't want to watch y'all look and have fun. Fuck y'all. Go to hell. Fuck twelve in real life. I don't play the games. Right. We don't do propaganda. You doing the most? Always. I'm gonna let it slide here? though. Are you new here? I hate cops. I'm gonna let it slide. Um. So I'm excited to. I'm excited to. I'm excited for this series because I want to see how it intersects with the documentaries. Yeah. Right. Like so just to be clear, we haven't we've only watched episode one. And we're going to go episode by episode. So if you binged it, yeah. yeah. We might sound stupid. <laughs> right. So <laughs> right. Give but, us some grace. But, yeah, give us some grace. We we we're watching episode by episode. All right. So um I think we just jump right into the material, man. Right. Yeah. We're gonna do that. Um so this this particular episode did a lot of laying down sort of those you know the the groundwork for who played the players right Right. who they were you know what their thing is um they made okay so out of willie and sal uh sal's name is salvador magluda 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 some shit like that you sound like a white salvador magluda 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 cheese. That (laughs) might be racist i don't know i I was doing a ball i was doing baltimore he's cuban but i was doing baltimore yeah but even in baltimore okay go ahead i'm I'm gonna first of all it was it was a terrible i was waiting for you to say that was a terrible baltimore accent and you fucked it but you knew that when you said it that's true you knew that (laughs) they made the dude sal okay sal was obvious out of the two sal was the brains the brains yeah right and fucking willie falcone is just the hothead they, yeah, they made him seem like that, like he the muscle. But Willie seems, at least from this episode, he got all the connections. He seems like the more important one. Yeah, okay. All right. Sal might be the business savvy one who can sit in an office. Right. But none of this, sh- I mean, we might be, we're going to jump around, whatever, it's a documentary. Mm-hmm. But none of this shit would move without Wh- Willie being outside. Willie, They sold Willie as like, the dumbass, the muscle, like he doesn't do much, but right. But but when them thirty keys came when they, across, right? His, when they got thirty keys, Sal was nervous. Yeah. Willie was like, "No, no, give me here." Willie was like, "Come on, thirty keys, bitch! I got that. I got that at my grandma's house. Give me thirty that. keys. There's a club full of teenagers down the road. <laughs> right. Give me sixty five. Right. Like, so that was their start. Their start was, you know, Sal comes. They both come from hardworking family, Cuban families, mm-hmm. right? Um, and they were selling weed. They were selling marijuana. And that, you know, the shit was just not lucrative. It was too many people in the marijuana business. So George, uh, what was this Valdez, guy's name? Jorge Valdez. I don't like this guy. I'm going to be honest. 
Like, it's not the creeps. What I don't like about him is like his like personality. Like, it's too like um. He sounds like a game show host. Yeah, he's like his presentation. I don't fuck with it. I just, it is the epitome of privilege that you come up here. They show your name. Mm-hmm. Your title is former drug kingpin. You're wearing some like two thousand dollar, probably more than that, some very expensive suit. Yeah, greased all up, and you're laughing, joking, kiki, and it's like, I get it, but yeah. this just feels slimy. Like you're just telling. First of all, you're everybody up here is a rat. We know that, right? We can Ooh, agree to that. Why, why, okay, why are all of you talking? Because it's in the past. People did it. Okay, so I'm assuming, I'm assuming, are, are Willie and South still alive? Do you know? That part, I don't know. Okay. I didn't dive into it when I found out we were going to do this. Got it. Neither did I. Yeah. So, okay. So that's interesting because they're on the documentary. This is, this is talking. You're right. Therefore, whoa. I, do, do, okay. Let me try to, let me try to shoot you some bell here. Do you feel like rat is a big word? for this situation because all of this stuff has paperwork right so you're telling you're telling the history of things that already exist no no is rat the white is rat the right word if george valdez is talking how's that as a former kingpin Uh uh-huh he is a rat but what is he talking about though connections buyers carrying on like there's no paperwork on who your connect was and he didn't but he didn't say who his connect was but he sh- he told someone if you're saying it here in documentary. Okay, so this is why I want you to be careful and clear because if that rule applies to George Valdez, you I are calling Jay Z a rat. She's pointing at her nose. Okay, and you're talking. That you, means I might be calling Tupac one too. You're calling everybody who talks about the fact that they sell drugs. No, not the fact that you sell. Come on. Yeah, no, you're talking about everybody. No. What, what, what did Pusha say? I went through his phone. I'm trying to find anything that's speaking no. Spanish. No. That, you're on. talking that's about. not what I'm saying. I'm talking about if you're giving up like the game plan that you had at some point, talking about who you bought and sold from, sharing like very specific instances and things, he, that, how they were cleaning money. Like, come on, that's but the only that's names, rat adjacent. The, How's that? The, rat is a strong word. That's the, rat adjacent. Rat is a very strong word. But I feel I, like our age difference is making you very vehement to that word. Well, because because there's a there's a very fine like And Treasy is also the real gangster here, just so everyone knows. No, like, I'm faking far, it. Treasy is far, the actual gangster. But but just when you when you cast that net it just a lot of people fucking get caught up in the crab net when you do that. That's all I'm saying. If they're gonna be a dolphin in a tuna fight, I don't know what's going right. Like, <laughs> all right, my nigga, I wouldn't say rat. <laughs> no, I that's th- a strong I, word. I, but I, we do know that everyone here is their credibility to me is unsavory. Their 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 characters and questions to me. How's that? I, I can agree. And now yeah. now when this is all said and done, we can find out that everybody might have snitched to save their life, and then. That's that's when it's I'll a jump on conversation. the rap. right. Yeah. That's when I'll jump on the rap board with you. Yeah. Um. But as of right now, he's the only thing he's really given up is shit that is obviously on paperwork. Because these niggas, I'm Which assuming, leads me to ask how to get there. How's that? Oh, somebody snitched. I mean, every there's always a snitch in that's there. That's what I'm saying. And you're you're calling yourself a drug. They are calling you a drug kingpin. Yeah. And you're freely just having conversation. But he all he also did time. He did five years. Okay, I mean, most of the time they get these niggas on racketeering or or like uh, 
or not racketeering. That's probably. I mean, I don't even know if racketeering was, was racketeering a thing. Yeah, it was in the eighties. I don't know if Jorge was as clean as William and Sal, but we'll get there. We'll yeah, get there. Either okay. way, we're we're okay. doing that thing. My, my whole thing, and it's George. They made it a point. It, it's not Jorge. It's spelled like I Jorge. I don't care about two white men saying the Cuban's name is George. No, that word. He said Jorge. his name was George. That what? He's that word. <laughs> Yeah, so Jorge Valdez is also a white Cuban, and we know how white Cubans in Miami behave. I don't. I don't. Well, I do. Okay. Sir, your name is Jorge. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. His mama called him Clay. His mama called him Jorge. I mama promise you. him Clay. He called himself George because the white folks like it. All right. I promise right. you. That leads into the conversation we're going to have about how South Beach got here. But that's fine. I told you. I got a sweet spot. That's all right. Miami. So Miami's Overtown your shit. means something to me, okay? Miami. Overlocker means something to me. Miami's your shit. I'm, 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 I'm going to let it live. You Listen. you got it. You, I'm here. I'm just living here. Listen. Uh, all that to say that this nigga George, is something about him I don't like. There's a couple people in here that I actually fucking like their personality. I like Tony. And George ain't one of them. You, to, I like Tony. He's a sweetie. I like, I like recut. Recut my favorite so far. Recut still fashion. Recut my nigga. Recut took a line before he recorded every scene. You yeah. understand me? Recut my nigga. But we'll get there. So recut four feet tall, child. So so they went out of their way to explain the fact that like Willie and Sal ran their business like CEOs. Mm-hmm. So they were the CEOs, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and they were called Los Muchachos, the boys. Which feels racist. I don't know if it is because maybe they call themselves the boys. Yeah, the Los, boys. I, I never heard themselves. Well, no. One of them said that that's what they refer to them as, Los Muchachos. Like, no, they said. First of all, George Valdez <laughs> said that. <laughs> don't trust. We don't trust George, right? Jorge, we don't trust him. But then, who was it? Ralph was saying it was like a bunch of muchachos running a business, right? That's one thing then to say, oh, we're going to call the organization the organization Los Muchachos. I got it in my notes. Somebody said Los Muchachos somewhere. Okay. No, it was it was George Valdez. <laughs> yo, I, yo, you killing me with that shit is funny, bro. Because that's not his bro. fucking name. George bro. Valdez. George Valdez. <laughs> yo. He says Jorge. Yeah. I don't like that he got all dressed up in that pinstripe suit you see what I'm to saying? do this interview. I, I don't like Fucking it. greased up. I don't up. like it. Recut came in a t-shirt and basketball shorts. Yeah, what you want to know about cocaine, man? <laughs> right. Rika said, look, what do you hear about it? I'll tell you all about it. Yeah. This, this nigga, they put his thumb to his nose. <laughs> George Valdez came in his junk like George Valdez presents cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> See, I feel like, like, the, like, like he's leading the prices uh, fucking right. Yeah, like he got the Dino De La Rentes out this motherfucker. I hate everything about you, actually. Yeah. So, um, all right. So, all right. So, George was basically the nigga who had the crown. Before, before that, when they were younger, Jorge's parents and Sal's parents were super close. Mm -hmm. Remember, they were almost like cousin brothers or whatever, right? Just because their parents were best friends and they owned businesses near each other. But at eighteen, Jorge was like making a million bucks a month, and he was telling his dad he was running like a banana company in Colombia, (laughs) right? And Sal was like, "Fuck, he is." Like, like, let let me talk to this guy. (laughs) Let me talk. Right. So he goes and talks to to Jorge, and Jorge's like, "Well, how much money you got?" He tells him ten grand. He doesn't laugh him out of his office because you're my little brother. I love you, but get the fuck out of my face. Like a key is forty two. Yeah. Um. So he's like, "Yeah, I'll let you know. We got a bunch of people buying from us right now, but you know, give me a second. He gives them the little brother treatment. Right. Then fucking Jorge gets caught up in a raid in seventy nine. Okay. Gotcha. Um, so Miami decides. Miami realized it was. Um, 
Oh, that whole the operation. It was right. called Operation hold uh, Vision look. Canary. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, Vision Canary. Vision Canary. Yeah, yeah something like that. Um, video at, Canary. Video Canary. Yeah, video yes. Canary. At the time, Miami was realizing, okay, there's a bunch of money coming in the city, and we mm-hmm. have no control over it. Right. It wasn't about drugs. Right. Right. It was about there's a lot of money coming in here, and people who are not rich and white are are um, into it. Right. So let's figure out what this is because right. you don't do that, and then not get football numbers exactly they will give you football numbers for hair on right but not for come on Uh um so they bring all these people in and at the time because um sal and willie are nicking and diamond they're not doing too much they bring them in for questioning let them go right they end up with five years probation Uh and 14 months to be served however their lawyers make it so they can just keep appealing that and keep going right but Jorge George Valdez <laughs> um, ended up having to serve real time. Yeah, um, which looked look like a fucking the lowest minimum security prison it was ever. Like fucking five Niggas years. Niggas took a group picture, right? Shit. Like, come on. So <laughs> like, yeah. But to keep his business afloat, yeah. he was like, "Okay, look, here's my connect. Right, here's, here's who, my connection. Here are the shit. buyers in California. Right. Because a couple of years before that, like we said, um, he gave them thirty keys to see what they could do." Okay, yeah, that's right. Yeah, he yeah. Gave, yeah he gave him thirty keys because he was going to Europe. He had to go to Europe yeah. for a month. Yeah, and when he came back, they had one point two, and he said, "Oh, y'all can handle it. Here you go." Yeah. So it goes from that to fuck. I got to go to jail for five years. Here's my connection in Colombia. Here are my buyers in California. Figure out what to do with the, with a thousand keys a month. Right. And they did. And they because, like they said, all it takes is a plane and a pilot. <laughs> that's it all you gotta do is that's find it. a pilot <laughs> yeah, all you gotta yeah. find a pilot yeah. okay so enter ralph and I, I can i can i just give you your flowers real quick about something okay your fucking ability to retain information is crazy it's 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 really good <laughs> we just watched this now mind you i have fucking always he has his notes i got like a whole fucking like notepad he has his notes uh, yeah all of this shit. And she just regurgitated pretty much everything in my notes off memory. So I feel like he judges me for not having notes, but I can do that. So no, like, no, no. I don't um, judge you for not having notes. I like, um, I do this for this ain't about you, nigga. I do this for me because I because um, otherwise I'd be like, who is that again? I'm a girl. <laughs> like, I remember everything. Yeah, that's that's scary. Uh-huh. Um so yeah, so I gotta give you your flowers on that. Okay, so George was a was a nigga who had the crown, gave the crown to them, gave them the keys of the city. No George pun intended. Valdez. George Valdez. George Valdez. I can't never not hear him like that. Fucking now. Jorge. All right. So, boom. So, we got the CEOs out the way and the old connect out the way. Now, let's mm-hmm. talk about the rest of their gang. Um, they Which had, they have like it. It's really like an org chart. Like it's, it's almost sophisticated. Yeah. The, the, well, the, the way the editors broke it down. Let's say that. Because I'm not sure if that's how they felt about it at the time. You know, that they were disorganized. It seemed like it ran that clean, though. Yeah, it, it does. It actually does, yeah. But we'll, let's, let's, let's break it down. Okay. Um. All right. So, I think... All right. So, Gustavo Falcon, which was Willie's brother. Tabi. Okay. So, he was part of distribution, I mm-hmm. believe. Right. Tabi, yeah. He was He was part of distribution. Him so I, and Justo. Yeah. Ju- the shooter. Justo, I think when this is all said and done, Justo murders five people. Justo J. First of all, the niggas sound like a rapper. Right. And he looked like one. Yeah. He, He's the only black Cuban we've seen yeah. the whole time. He fresh out the Bronx. He bought the flavor Baby. down here from the Bronx. He had the curls. Even his woman was black. I said, well, all right, Justo. Yeah. Justo J is yeah, the yeah. motherfucking, is, is is that, he he going to pop a hole in somebody's head. That's for sure. Or he might be the reason they never have to because he looked a little, please don't play with him. Yeah. Justo, Justo ain't smiling too much. No. Nah. 
And when he do, it's like, oh, you're handsome, yeah. but scarily so. so. So when a nigga be like, I would have dated yeah, Juice though. How's I lost, that? I lost all the keys, man. I don't know what to do. All right, man. You want me to bring Juice though here to tell him? No, no, no. Don't bring Juice. So though. where are the keys? No, no, no. Don't I, bring Juice. You know though. what? I do know where they are. <laughs> I know where the keys are, okay? They're just, but listen. Yeah, right yeah, but, but listen I can go get Justo if you want. Don't tell Justo. Right. That's how Justo looked. Like, he will fucking murder you. All so right. him and Tabi kind of work together. On distro. Uh, on distro. I'm assuming that, like, uh, that, like, Tabi got into it within 30 keys. Like, Willie and Tabi were probably like, yo. Yeah, because they're brothers. Yeah. So, like, we going to hit this brother. You know, okay, so boom, that's how they got that off. All right. Then you got Pedro. I didn't catch his last name, but they call him Peggy. Mm-hmm. I forgot his last name. Peggy was also part of Distro, like, to And he some was degree. Willie's younger brother by marriage. His sister yes, married Willie. That's right. That's right. And he right. was, like, around all the time. So, it, but it seemed like a lot of his work was in cleaning money. Yeah, moving it around. He was so, an accountant because so him and Justo used to work together on the ledgers, which we will get into. Yeah, these motherfuckers. So I'm assuming Daily. That, that. So Justo, I believe the, the way they explained it was Justo handed the, he handled the stash houses. Mm-hmm. So he supplied the stash houses. He probably bought the money back to motherfucking Peggy. Peggy counted it up ledgered it together and bought it up to Sal and Sal kind of like yeah. probably like double checked his at account. the farm yeah right so that's I'm gonna I'm imagining that's how it went that's how it seems right now okay yeah um so I think this is a perfect time to talk about these motherfucking ledgers fucking ledgers dog yo rule numero uno bro rule what what rule numero uno numero is, isn't that what no I'm, th- I'm 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 this is a specific quote from Biggie Number uno, never let no one know how much dough you hold, cause you know. I feel like he said numero, numero though. That's what I said. You're saying uno. nombre, and that's, yeah, that's, nombre. That's what he said. Oh no, he said numero. But nombre doesn't mean number. Nombre means name, doesn't it? Ah, yeah. Rule, nu- rule numero uno. Yeah, he did say rule numero uno. You okay. right, you right. Yeah. But Biggie told you what rule numero uno was. Never let no one know. What How much do you owe? You you owe. Like. So that means no motherfucking ledgers. But even so, right? I just feel like, especially at the time. So this episode ends with Sal getting off and then it's like, it's, you know, but the, the police, the police are on them at mm-hmm. this point. So nothing too much happens. Right. Um, But. No, listen, them ledgers, unless they had a protocol where they were burning them every week, them ledgers is going to come up. No, absolutely. But what I'm saying is that it just seems like you were writing everything down in 1983, bro. Like, like, what are we doing? What what exactly are we doing? Because that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it makes sense. If you're going to keep doing that. So that was my first thought. Okay. Are they burning it? Because it's one thing to write it down, because right. he said they met every six months to go over it with the people who they were um, selling wholesale to. Okay. So let's say you take the six-month ledgers, and like they said, the celiac, um, the hot seat or whatever. Mm-hmm. You come in, you sit in front of Sal, we go over your numbers, we make sure you don't owe anything, I don't owe you anything, you got the right amount of product. If the ledger is burned then, cool. Right. But if I can walk into a room full of red books, right? And Peggy said it was daily. 
Your daily ledgers. You were writing bro. down every fucking key you're selling to who? Yeah. And there were names. names they were though. showing it. Names, dog. You gotta have codes, man. You can't like. You and they were the real names. Oh, they were showing. Yeah, they were showing us the real ledgers. Is that Gustavo? Oh my god, these how niggas. they were paying each other and themselves was there. These niggas, bro. Like, listen, I get it. Maybe, maybe you know what? Cocaine's very new. Cocaine, because George kind of said it. If you would have said that we were criminals, we would have laughed at you. So maybe they didn't realize how stupid they were. No, 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 no. George Valdez <laughs> <laughs> didn't know how much of a fucking idiot he was. Right. right. Sal and Willie, mm-hmm. they knew they were drug dealers. Yeah, that's a fact. Them niggas went. Them, they had eight licenses. Yeah. Them niggas knew they were drug dealers. Yeah, them niggas knew they was drug dealers, dog. So yeah, so rule numero uno, according to Biggie, you never let no one know how much dough you hold, nigga. You it's don't just... do ledgers. That's just, and if you do, have a protocol to burn. Once it all adds up, I gave you a thousand keys. You gave me what the price was back. There's nothing else to talk about. There's nothing else to to quantify. Especially if you have, they have a construction business. They are buying um commercial properties which miami might make a lot of sense because if these are the motherfuckers building the fucking condos and apartments you currently live in yeah that I makes get a it. lot of sense because these fuckers owned several on south beach that makes a lot of sense actually so but even then right which is a whole different yeah thing but if you have clean places uh-huh. if you want to keep a record you can call it um out some kind of payout where you take the money at the end of the year or every six months and say, this much went into here and it was reconciled this way if you just want to know how much you're making That's every it. Q6. But you don't keep a detailed ledger with no explanation for it. Yeah, You, you have don't. a construction company, you have clubs, you have um, tenants, like all mm-hmm. of these things. Why are these red notebooks in existence? Yeah, that's crazy. And why are real names in them? Like if you're going to do it at, at very bare minimum, have code names have code names you have dates and yeah. dollar amounts and yeah. real names that's and it. keys that's it you got every you got all the coordinates so it ain't hard i'm pretty sure once once the shit caught up with them i'm pretty sure it wasn't hard to convict them yeah that's you know save your lawyer money you might as well represent yourself they right. got all the ledgers my nigga like okay so so i'm glad we addressed that because uh that that was that was the first thing one of the first things that i i recognized and was like yo this these What's niggas going on here? is dumb. All right. So we took care of the niggas in distro. It was Peggy, Gustavo, or Peggy, Tabby, and uh, Justo J, the magician. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, now, transportation. Ralph. Okay. Ralph. Ralph, yeah, yeah, Cabeza, the the, the big head nigga. He had to get a special helmet for their boat racing. Yeah, because because his head was too fucking big. Which is probably how they got into some trouble. They had some expensive habits, habits, right? Expensive recreational habits. Yeah, dog. They had some. Yo, these niggas have some very expensive hobbies. They were world renowned boat racers. That's crazy. You know what a speedboat costs? That shit is crazy. And they had two. They had two. These fuckers were on ESPN. That's how they got ESPN caught once. fan. Yo, Frank Lucas would never. Would fucking never. First of all, I want to, I just want to, a quick sidebar about Frank Lucas. I just want to say that nigga's story is cap. He, well, that nigga's the, story is cap. No, this nigga's story is cap about him being the kingpin buying, like oh, yeah, no, the no. Italians buying from him. It made me really sad learning cap. that recently. I've learned that recently. So that's, so that's, so that's confirmed as cap. Yeah. 
okay because i thought it was cap from the giddy up mm-hmm. like i never heard this nigga name ever people from around that time and people's children from around that time were like that's not what happened it was glorified yeah. he was a rat like okay. that i'm not being extra he he was well, a rat. in the movie he read yeah, in the yeah. movie clearly read yeah so he he was a snitch okay that and nikki barnes got a bad rap right from that so i'm sorry i should say denzel would never then because Frank Lucas absolutely would. <laughs> yeah. Denzel would never not be racing never. boats on ESPN. No. Goddamn. Not in Training Day. Not an American Gangster. Yeah. Like... It just wouldn't happen. So, um, all right. So, Ralph Lanero Cabeza was the pilot that they just pulled out of their ass. Everybody went to fucking Miami High. Well, there was to like, this one school, Miami High. Well, keep in mind, again, so just the history lesson, right? Uh-huh. At the time, there might have been three high schools in Miami. Right. Um, Miami was a very much an immigrant town and rich white people. There right. was no in between. So like I said, when cocaine comes, they start seeing this influx of money uh-huh. to these immigrants. A la Scarface. Yeah, a la Scarface. They're like, what the fuck's going on here? Right. Um, And it becomes this thing where, okay, we'll let you do this, but- you got to build up the tourism. Mm. So it became an exchange. It became a, that's why you, they talk about how they did so much for the community. Mm-hmm. That's how you stay out of trouble. Mm. Like when he said, I will give the officers keys. Okay. If you're a motherfucker who owned a club and you're bringing money in, the, the governor money. pays you no mind. It's easy grease. If you're building up all this stuff, they pay you no mind. They let this stuff happen to the city right. because they were weighing, okay, we could really crack down on this and end it. They could do like they did in LA. Yeah. Crack down on the shit, try and get rid of it, change it into well, something the else. the bodies start changing things. Right. But there were bodies, just not, just Willie and them didn't have bodies. Right, right, right. That's, that's kind of what I'm saying. Yeah. It's, it's like once the bodies pop up, now there's political pressure. No, but what I'm saying in Miami at the time, there uh-huh. were bodies. This particular story doesn't have bodies in it. Right. But this is Well, the bodies the bodies started happening in the eighties and they popped up in the seventies. No, they popped up in the eighties. No, they popped up in the seventies. Seventy nine is when everybody got popped and they became the big dogs in eighty two. Oh, okay. You they sure were ca- about that? They were calling the stash yeah. Okay. Yeah, because in 79 is when George Valdez went <laughs> right. to jail. Right, right, So right, that's when they right, got the right. connect. Okay, you're right, you're right, you're right. My bad, my bad, my so bad. So in the 80s, bodies exist. Griselda Blanco is in Miami yeah, in the 80s. Yeah, for sure. Bodies exist, just not for these people. But what's happening is Miami and Dade County in general is turning a blind eye because, oh, shit, it's a lot of money coming in here now. Mm-hmm. So they, they let this happen to their city for the sake of it, right? Like when we talk about sense. Overtown, when mm-hmm. we talk about Wynwood and Brickle, mm-hmm. like these are all the results of drug dealers right. and allowing the cities to be ravaged to make space for other things. It makes perfect sense. Yeah. like Yeah. Economic. I mean, yeah. I'm, honestly, you probably could have greased me back then. I'm going to be honest. I'm just going to be real. You can grease me today. Fuck the <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, today nigga got a little bit more responsibility. You, you pull me, I pull you over today as if I would ever be a Jake. But let's right. say in some alternative universe, I did, and you tell me, look, I can take you to a place with a thousand keys. And nigga, why didn't you say that? Yeah. <laughs> that nigga yeah. left right here. Hold like, on, to just give me five hundred of them. Just right. you know, don't need, even give what me. What do I do with a rack, baby? No, yeah, I need you them. in the game because I need more of these. You know you what? Know? Let's set this up. Yeah. Every month you give me ten. There you go. So, okay, so you you a full blown corrupt cop. Got it. See, I'm a one time dip and dive. Like, you do it, do it. Okay. See, I'm not finna do all that. I'll I'm quit finna... being a cop for that. Whew. Are you cold blooded? I don't give a fuck. Are you cold blooded. I would definitely retire from being a cop 
off of one transaction, but I wouldn't continue fucking with neither side. Like, I just get my money and goddamn move to Minnesota. So. All right. Minnesota. So, uh, so Cabeza was the pilot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, then you had recut, right? My nigga recut. recut in control of the boats. He's the boat man. So, so how they painted it is they would have to go pick up the key, the keys from, cause they were getting it from the Medellin cartel. Mm-hmm. So they had to go pick it up from Columbia. And a small personal plane. And a small personal plane that was overweight. Every time. Every time. Ralph Cabeza was doing lines of coke off the fucking dash. Just so he can fill every fucking bump in the seat. (laughs) He said if the engine started revving weird or a weird vibration, I could feel it in my ass. My question And then I would look at the fucking dash and see which one was moving. That's good. That's not good. I did the coke. it It made me focus better. I flew better when I was high. Right. Sir, what? My question is, what if something's fucked up? What are you finna do? What happens? What do you do? What do you do? See, now you're just aware that y'all finna die. Now you're just high and paranoid. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, is there a hatch to offload some of this cocaine? Because coke a duffel isn't bag a out? chill high. That's not, bro. That's not. Like, so, so uh, some some of these stories, I'm going to be honest, man. Some of these liars. stories, I be calling. I have to call. Like, the whole story with when um when Peggy was talking about he had $10 million in a and big a U-Haul, U-Haul box. Like, come on, man. What was, the, what was the denomination on that? Because it's not going to fit in that U-Haul. I seen Blow. He couldn't hide it in the walls, my nigga. And, and, and you, can't, you cannot convince me that $10 million is going to fit in one of them upright U-Haul boxes. The whole $10 million. Like, like What denomination? Anyway. So it'd be capped with some of these niggas. But and no, no one. I don't care if you are 16. Yeah. You're not stupid enough to put $10 million in your fucking closet where your mother still cleans your room. Yeah. And then your mama fainted. She saw it and fainted. And none of your homeboys stole the money. Nope. Like, your Cuban yeah. immigrant mother saw that money and didn't think one or two things. I'm going to fucking kill you or I'm done working. Yeah. Like. She just fainted. I know. Yeah, that's I know. That cap. Anyway. The whites are liars. Lo- low key, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be. Okay. If we build in cases right now, if we build in cases, I have him pegged as a snitch. Ooh, let's let's let that be the theme of this. Yeah. Who is the snitch? If if we building cases, I have I absolutely have Peggy pegged as a snitch right now. Just because of just because of like just because of little stories like that. <laughs> like I have Marilyn Bonachea pegged as a snitch because That was the girlfriend? But she's not the girlfriend. Right. That was a high school girl who worked at his parents' fucking bakery. Right. Why do you keep talking? You're not married to nobody. Right. You're just sitting here in this black dress. You don't even run back into sound until 88. Got it. Got it. Okay. What fuck so are you got, here for? I, see, I don't think... I don't think... And your first interaction was him getting pulled over and you freely told us how he gave the cops two keys. You were so excited to tell that story. Yeah, you were. Okay. My only pushback about her is does she have enough information about the operation? If he loved her and told her everything. See? And you only need to know enough to be dangerous. Man, you got to stop pillow to... Is that one of Biggie's Ten Crack Commandments? Probably. Like, your mom's has set that ass up, properly gassed up. You, you just can't... You can't be pillow talking, my nigga. One thing I've learned from all the mob movies that I like is the downfall of every man in power is the bitch he chooses to spend his life with. And the details you tell her, man. All right. So recut so they had to so they had to fly the shit in the personal plane to Freeport. Mm-hmm. 
And then Freeport is where they put it on the boat and they bought it to Miami because you couldn't just fly into Miami. Right. And Recut had to go get it in the speedboats because he was short <laughs> and he weighed like maybe Recut literally was probably like four eleven, five foot tall, like right. not even being funny. Like right. people would be sitting next to him, be the same height and they'd stand up and he was standing. Right. Um, they was doing one nigga recut they did dirty. Him, uh, they, they put an 11 year old near my nigga and said the 11 year old was bigger than him and he oh, was why they do recut like but, that man? and recut has been high this whole this whole first episode yeah. recut is off a of B but he was short mm-hmm. and so he was light which means you can get more keys on the boat and because you're short you're not gonna set off any radars like you're just it's faster um, he was also on their fucking team of competitive boating yeah as the navigator so he was good with directions to do it at night get back and forth really fast because he's more aerodynamic believe it or not (laughs) that's crazy to say about an adult man real thing it is like because when he was sitting in the speedboat his head was below the opening yeah but so there's no resistance so he doesn't cause any resistance he can move faster i don't think i don't think a human head would cause that much resistance but that doesn't fucking airflow no believe it or not that much matters in a speedboat in a you know in a regular boat sure but if you're trying to get somewhere very quickly i'm gonna let it live just because we don't have a speedboat expert here. we don't um (laughs) but but he was carrying you know 400 kilos right of cocaine that was his thing yeah see i'm see recut seems like the type of dude that like recut was not the snitch even i'm pretty sure he's not the snitch he just he he came in basketball shorts my nigga in a fucking tank. Come on. Recut See, looks like a Cuban uncle, right? He looks like a Tio right now, right. sitting in Little Havana, offering you a cafecito. You know like, who he looked like to me? He looked like a Cuban version of Steve O from fucking. Um, he does. From Jackass. Back when Steve O was still on drugs, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yo, another, yo, exhibit B, oh, why fucking Peggy's the snitch? That big ass polo shirt he got, bro. That nigga too loud, bro. That big ass polo man on oh, the shirt. Man fucking uspa yeah that nigga is definitely the only only snitches wearing goddamn big ass polo Damn. shirts like that man but my nigga rika that's a poppy at the he, he's at the poppy yeah. store right now yeah all right so rika was on the boat mm-hmm. um ralph was on the cabeza was on the planes right who else was in transport was there anybody else on transportation i think that's kind of it right? I, th- I think there that was it where did tony fall in at Tony, yeah, I was trying. So he was just former drug smuggler, and what it almost sounded like was so Tony worked with Ralph at one point, then, or he was logistics, and he was maybe he worked in transport somehow. But yeah. Tony, that motherfucker, I like Tony. He had sense, yeah, right, because Tony came to get his money one day and saw lines of coke everywhere on the table. Mm-hmm. And women, he's like, what the fuck are y'all doing? There's women out here. There's coke out here. Like, this isn't a clean operation. But then Tony saw three naked bitches in the bed and said, hmm. And Tony gave in. Don't want my money. <laughs> There's always money. Yeah. I'm always going to have money. Yeah. Do I need money tonight? Or do I need three naked women high on coke tonight? You know what I do need? I need three naked ass. bitches high I need on coke three, tonight. Three naked. So my thing is that, like. But okay. he seems smart and level-headed. Yeah, but that was a bad decision. And mm-hmm. and and see, Scarface wouldn't approve of that. Tony Montana clearly said, first you get the money, Damn then you get bitches. the power, then you get the women. Mm-hmm. See? So he should have took the money and bought them cocaine. And then he would have made <laughs> off like a fat rat. See? see but he, I think Tony was maybe one of the... He seems... Again, guys, we have watched one episode. One episode. Um. Tony seems like the only person who still felt like an immigrant after all this. Yeah. And and, like, and still, and honestly. Even now, 
the he, way he's dressed and talking, he's not loud and flashy. He's he's very, he has a code for these sure. These aren't glory days for him. Everyone else talking about like, oh shit, we the A, B, and C. Tony's like, yeah, we did this. Yeah, this happened, and yeah, yeah. that nigga George, man, he yeah, that nigga, George Valdez, George Valdez, man, he seemed like somebody that's probably selling you goddamn insurance right now. Cabeza is a problem too. I don't know how, but he's he falls into it. Yeah, Cabeza seems like he would roll pretty easily. Mm-hmm. He will roll pretty easily. Um, the Peggy might be a snitch. You're right, Pedro. I, the shirt, get, the Pedro. shirt's a dead giveaway, bro. I'm not, I'm gonna be honest. The shirt's a dead giveaway. <laughs> Look at fucking George Valdez. <laughs> yeah, this nigga George look crazy. All right, so uh, uh, so is that the whole operation? Was there anybody else involved in the operation? I think that's it. Um, oh, I got another name here. Hold on, Juan Barroso. Oh, that's Recut. Yeah, Juan yeah, Barroso it's Recut. Recut. We talked about Justo J. Justo the magician. <laughs> Um. Okay. All right. So that's their team. That's pretty much the layout of their team. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, they. I'm sure they had underlings in every di- in every department, but those were the the VPs and the you know right. <laughs> of their departments the EVPs and, whatnot, and whatnot. All right. So I want to talk a little bit about. I want. I want to hypothesize about their buyers here. Okay, because they said. So George Valdez, <laughs> he gave him the connect. Mm-hmm. The connect was Colombian. Right? Which means fucking Pablo. It's Pablo, right? Now, now, but th- there, th- no way he's, they're talking directly to Pablo. There's no way you go from zero to a thousand. You're talking right. directly to Pablo. Because Pablo kills niggas. Right. right? He, like, he's suspicious of everybody. So I'm, I'm th- where I feel like it's going to intersection... It, you know, is going to hit an intersection with the documentaries is there was a guy in the first cocaine Cowboys they talked about named Rafa. Mm-hmm. Rafa seemed like he was like the account manager, definitely in Miami, but okay. I'm going to say in America, okay. he seemed like the guy that set up all the accounts. I feel like Rafa was probably the connect. Would you, would you, I mean, that makes sense. Cause like I was saying to you before we started recording, Miami was a bloodbath mm-hmm. during this time. Like it was, they had the most murders per capita yeah. for most of the eighties. Right. But Sal and Willie are saying, and everyone around them is saying, yeah, we didn't do violence. Yeah. They were the Martin Luther King of fucking yeah, drug dealers. They, they simply, they didn't have a bunch of bodies at this time. Again, we're watching episode one. Right. They didn't have a bunch of bodies. None of that. Ralph told a story of losing a whole load. Yeah. A load is 400 keys. Yeah, and in, in, in if they're my, doing eight hundred yeah. keys a month, yeah, and he's going twice, twice a month, twice a month, yeah, four hundred. Now, he lost, and he said that he he told them that story without fear of anything happening to him. Right? Was How, he? Did he say? Did he say? I'm sorry to cut you off. Did he say it like hypothetically? He could say that, or he legitimately said he lost a load. He said, "When I would lose a load." Oh, oh so this shit happened more than once. At, so it would seem. But again, we're watching episode one, right? But it. He so he's at least lost a load. Right. He has lost at least four hundred keys. That's more than ninety two bricks. Right. So how so how how are ways that you you lose loads here? Uh, something gets confiscated. Confiscated, like like he was explaining in Colombia, you can't fly a plane after five o'clock. A private one. Right. Um. It could be the plane weighs too much. You have to offload some stuff. Right. You got pulled over. Um, you landed in Freeport and got robbed, or the police. It could be a lot of things. Okay. It could be a lot of things. Okay. Um, the plane could have gone down because, like you said, all of that fuel on that plane is not supposed to be there. It's not supposed to be there. Like, yeah. if you land wrong, you're gonna blow up. Yeah. Um, 
it could be a lot of things. So, but he said he would tell that story with no fear of any kind of retribution. Right. Excuse me? Yeah, that's kind of wild. That's $10 million. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. But but it sounded like, I mean, these niggas was keeping enough ledgers. They must have been good with money. So $10 million here, $5 million there probably wasn't a big deal. Right, but be it a big deal or not, at some, they're wholesalers, right? Like, they're not selling Coke to, to users. Right. They're selling it to dealers. So at some point, why was it... What I'm interested to find out is why was it not important to them to make a name? In what way? Oh, to like, like by with bodies. Punishment in general, because even Justo, we talk about how he seems menacing, but we haven't heard anything about him doing anything, right? right. So it's like, if you are selling to sellers, mm-hmm. why is nobody playing with you? Um, you see what I'm saying? Y- yeah. Because within their operation, I get it. They're all family. Let's say it was just Ralph, right? Like, right. they're all family. They did that on purpose. They care about each other. Uh, if you're making, you know, if you're hiding $10 million in a closet, you have five mil, something happens, right? right? But my thing is, from what we know now, mm-hmm. they didn't have no bodies. Right. But you're selling to to dealers. To retailers. In Miami. Yeah. In the 80s. Right. So either the allure was I feel safe here, which I don't think, because they would try and play with them. Okay. Or why are people so afraid of you? Well, because of who you're getting it from. That's what I'm saying. That leads back into my idea of maybe it is Rafa or maybe there's some. And again, not even that. Colombians were selling Coke in Miami. Right. You're buying from Colombians and not having to have any bodies. Right. So I need to know which Colombian you were in cahoots with that you avoided all this. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I would say it, I would say they were probably living under the shelter of Pablo's Pablo's reputation. That makes sense to me. Yeah. If that's true. That, that, but that's the is, only thing I could think. But of. I'm gonna call cap. That's not it. Somebody lying. If that's not it. Yeah. Or maybe they maybe maybe, maybe the bodies we, just haven't popped up yet. Right. Maybe yeah. in episode two we get some bodies. Yeah. But if y'all if you go past episode two or three with no bodies, so you who's Pablo's cousin? <laughs> like, <laughs> right. Which one of y'all's fucking his sister? Like there's yeah. no way. Well, but okay, well let's be clear though. Let's be clear. Say so, okay, so they they probably weren't getting jerked on the on the retail level just because I mean your your credit is everything, right? So if if, if you if you do fuck up, you're not giving you're not giving you're not giving a hundred keys to one person, right? You're mm-hmm. giving you know ten bricks here, five bricks there, mm-hmm. you know whatever the case whatever the case may be. So if somebody does short you, they're shorting you maybe a brick or two, right? So you know, I mean, who else you gonna get it from, fam? Like at this price, who else are you gonna get it from? So if you fuck me over, you're really fucking yourself. Like running off on the plug back then with limited suppliers, you were really. But it wasn't limited then. They're in Miami. The Colombians are also there, and it's probably gonna be a bit cl- when you less when you say the Colombians, you mean the Cubans and the Colombians. That's, that's yeah, why I'm yeah. saying like, how did you get bodyless? Yeah. Colombian cartels were also selling coke in Miami. Well, maybe. Well, maybe most of their retailers weren't in Miami. Maybe most of their retailers, because they did talk about a lot of their retailers being in California. Maybe. like That's what I'm interested to see. Because yeah. how did you end up with no blood on your hands so yeah. far? That's a good question. Because it doesn't make sense. That's something to put on the board. That's something, that's something to put in the file and come back to because you're, it's crazy I, to I, me. I thousand percent agree with you. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I think, yeah. 
Yeah, because even, even in California, even in California, even in Cali, yeah. How are you not killing nobody? I know it sounds crazy, but yeah. again, we're all drug dealers here. Because then you got Mexicans on on top of you that. understand yeah. who are trying to steal your product because it's less stepped on, right? Because it's from Colombia, and Colombians and Mexicans simply do not like each other at mm. this time. Okay, like what are yeah. we doing? How are you do who 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 do you know? Mm. Why is everybody scared of you? That's a yeah. Or you're lying, or bodies are coming later. Okay, bodies are coming. Yeah, maybe the bodies are happening, and the information of those bodies never gets to different departments. Right, maybe it's handled from from the top and lateral. Or we haven't found out yet. The bodies are subcontracted. Probably. But also, this is the first eight years, so maybe they were able to be nice until until because okay. we also know that around eighty nine, well, well, Coke got a little crazy. Yeah, because you remember they had to flee. They had to flee the scene in eighty five several times, back and forth. Yeah, they so they they got into a situation where well they were about to go to jail. No, ba- no, that's why they left because it got too violent. I think they were. I think they said that they left for Cali because shit got too violent. It got too hot. They were about to get in trouble, though. Okay. Yep. Yep. But I, I feel like they, they were about to get arrested. So okay. they dipped. So they dipped. All right. Cool. Yeah. Cool. And then they came back in what eighty six, eighty six, eighty seven, something like something that. Like that. Because they they were about to get arrested in L. They got arrested in L. A. Right. Fake but, IDs and shit. Right. Fuck out of here. Mm. Um, they came back. Sal somehow. This nigga Sal went to go buy more ledgers. Fucking, <laughs> fucking dolphin, fucking office supply in Miami. This nigga went to go buy more ledgers and got seen 27. by two other niggas. One who went to one Miami who went High to School. Miami High. <laughs> Miami High still exists. By they way. need to do um, a a fucking a TV series on Miami High in the mid seventies because do you know how many fucking football players came out of there? Yeah, that's what I'm shit? saying. That shit is like the '96 draft pick in the NBA <laughs> as far as drug dealers go. <laughs> yeah. um, but. They see. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, that was it. Yeah, they see him, and they are buying these fucking ledgers. Mm -hmm. Um, and they get their hards on the hard on for the big fish to Mm -hmm. get him arrested. And Sal's like, "Yo, I'm not Sal. It's not me. That's not me, right? It wasn't me. It's '88. (laughs) Prove it, right? You don't have a computer. You don't have a real picture of me. There, you keep my name up. And also, Miami was much less sophisticated at the time because they were very right. It was all happening very fast. Right. Um, what was going on? So they they arrest the they arrest Sal and Sal's in the car like you know what I am Sal. All right, you got me. You got me. You got me. But I have a proposition for you. Yeah. If I take you to a stash house, say a thousand keys is there. Yeah. Can we make this go away? These fucking jerk offs say no. Right. All right. Cool. You like your you know whatever. Whatever. Yeah, your business. I get it. Oh, God. Morals. <laughs> um. So in Miami at the time. The way they put you in jail and processed you was an index card. My Imagine. Nigga. Fucking the Dewey Decimal System. <laughs> <I think. laughs> like your fucking library book. Right. So they write up his real name up there. Yeah. Right? And they say, no bond. Yeah, no bond. It's a Friday night. Like you can't. That's binding. Like you can't take a, a fucking No, that eraser. means something. No, fuck that. Okay? Like you can't do white out on I that. I wrote it down <laughs> yeah, yeah. on the index card. It said no bond on the fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Friday night. Friday night. He drops. They, you know, they go home. They fuck their wives. They, They're excited. They partied hard. They we might do a couple lives. Fish. Right. They might do a couple right. lives. They fuck, they fuck each other's wives, probably. Come on, dog. <laughs> it was an orgy. They, they knew a raise was in order. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> so Monday, they're like, you know, we're going to go question them, see what else we can get. Yeah. They pull up to Miami Dade <laughs> County Jail. <laughs> and they're like, hey, bring Sal down here. Right. 
Like, ain't no sound here. Ain't no sound here. They're like, what you mean? Ain't no sound here. Ain't no sound here. Ain't no, no sound here, Poppy. <laughs> I don't know. Ain't no sound. Sound's not here. I wrote his name right here. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. So fucking, what's the guy's name? Prescottier or something like that? It's something silly. Another something. Jorge that he called George. Fucking, that's Presencia. Right. Presencia. I'm tired of white people saying these words that right. just in whatever. Jorge Presencia. Okay. Writes the name. He goes, no, I wrote it down. Mm-hmm. I wrote down no bond. <laughs> no bond. <laughs> right? He's like, well, we don't even have the fucking index card. <laughs> Somebody ripped it Somebody. out. <laughs> so here's what happens when you are either well-connected or well-liked. In, in Sal's case, he was both. Right. Sal had someone in the jail that he once did a favor for. Keep in mind, Sal was like Robin Hood. He was paying for kids' ways through <laughs> college he was at a time buying all of the um, sports equipment from Miami High. Yeah. He was taking care of his community because once a, upon a time, drug dealers actually took care of their. He was a philanthropist, right? Um, so someone he had done something for was in the jail with him. Now yeah. keep in mind, Sal has fourteen months hanging over his head from nineteen seventy nine. Hold on, hold on. This is in, insert camera. Eighteen months, please. That ain't facing time. I'm stressed anyway. Needed for vacation time. His vacation was very short. Yeah, it was. Um, he went in on a Friday night. Uh-huh. Apparently, when they came on Monday, he had been released the night before yeah. on time served. So someone took this piece of paper and said, "No, he doesn't owe fourteen months. Yeah. He's already served yeah, fourteen served months. Expedited, like he's out of here." Are y'all on drugs? <laughs> right? Are y'all doing coke? <laughs> y'all doing coke? So they're like, "There's no way this happened. We just got him here." And they're like, "No, my friend, I yeah. see it right here, paperwork. No, it says it right here. On the it says it right card. here. The, the index card." <laughs> says it right so now that's not, not only, my handwriting not yeah. only did sal get away with this because yeah. he was never scared never he got off now yeah his time has been served and certified it was signed certified like it was yeah. so he's done with the so 14 months signed and certified it was uh, uh, uh the fucking warden and then after that peggy comes on and says everybody owed sal a favor this nigga had the warden in when you pocket. make that much money you have to pay a lot of people come on man Expenses. Come the on, ledger. See, man. see, look, their real names. So, yeah. Nah, Did you see Martha and PG? I've seen names. the transaction for six dollars and twenty cents in there. Why are you doing that? I don't think it was six dollars <laughs> and twenty cents. Oh, so they had some sort of code about. Yeah, it. got it. See this um, nigga polo shirt. I'm telling you, that fam. is a very large. Yeah, I'm telling USPA. you, fam. He's the fucking it's USPA. So, so and his teeth are new. I'm telling you, fam. He the snitch. Oh, so real quick, man, because we kind of glazed over a story. Okay. So they got arrested in Cali. Fake IDs, mm-hmm. right? What was the name? The name on the fake ID was Angelo. Yeah, Angelo Moretto. Moretto. Something like that. Yeah. Right? So this this nigga Sal mm-hmm. gets popped as Angelo Moretto, right? He's like, I'm I'm Angelo. Boom. They get out bond. Him and him and Willie get out on bond. Mm-hmm. They they flee. No, Cali. Willie was never Oh, you mean in, in, in California. Cali. Yeah. They flee they flee Cali and they come back to Miami. Mm-hmm. The fucking chief of police finds out that Sal is not Angelo Moretto because he sees this nigga on ESPN fucking racing, racing fucking boats. Boat. Denzel would never. Never. You see what I'm saying? But also what happened in California. So he couldn't do anything. They couldn't come and get him. Yeah. Well, the he ex- just get bail. Extradition not, laws? Ain't yeah, but he didn't do anything egregious enough. Oh, okay. Got it. Yeah, it wasn't yeah, like he you. caught a body. It was... Right. So it's not like a federal task force yeah. sort of thing. Got yeah. it. I got it. Yeah, but that's just... 
the fucking chief of police in LA is fucking sitting there smoking a cigar. His wife's probably on his lap. Yeah. Right? He's enjoying a fucking bourbon, watching his boat races on Sunday. The only fucking release he has from his shit job and his shit kids. He's watching a fucking boat race of rich people he'll never be able to be like or be around. And who the fuck does he see? This nigga, I just popped, dog. I thought his name was fucking Angela. I thought he skipped bail. No, this motherfucker owns boats in Miami, friend. Man. And his name is Sal. You had the fish. You had the big tuna, the big tuna kahuna in your jail, and you let him walk out like Kaiser Sosa. You had bad index cards as well? Yeah, these index cards. The index cards in these ledgers, boy, oh boy. The death of everybody involved. Uh, Texas Instruments had not come about. <laughs> <laughs> they were treating fucking prisoners like fucking library books. Yeah, that's crazy. Because they even showed the two cops in Miami going, I left him right here. You're right. Yeah. We booked him into this cell. He's still tight about that. Still, he was very upset. He, he was, very floor, he was mad flushed. About that. Yeah. Like, sir, so, it's an index card. Sal, goddamn, was a modern day fucking Harry Houdini. Um, and that's how the episode ended. He's in the wind. Nobody knows where mm-hmm. Sal is. Obviously, so, just pop up at the fucking boat races. I'm sure he'll be there. But, right. <laughs> but whatever. So, I guess some things that if we're going to feed off the snitch thing, because again, mm-hmm. I'm married to the snitch being Marilyn Bonacea. Okay. Um, Marilyn Bonacea is someone that Sal went to high school with. Mm-hmm. She worked at his parents' bakery. Mm-hmm. She's also um first generation Cuban mm-hmm. immigrant. Yeah. But she's in this story. And Sal is married to somebody else. Right. Willie is married to somebody. Everybody's married. Everyone has their specific side bitches. Right. Everyone has their in-house family. Right. I think it's Willie got the twins. With well, a side bitch. Yeah. Right? Like, so everybody has both families solidified. You can't have more than two families. Then it gets messy. You're allowed two families. Gotcha. And okay. everybody has their two families. Sal calls Marilyn randomly. She answers the phone. She must know he's moving weight. I'm not mad at you, Well, there's Marilyn. no call ID. She doesn't know it's him. But not even that. He says it's him. Hey, I want to see you. She says yes. You know what, Marilyn? Sis, I get it. Yeah. The guy, he's the guy. Right. Even if it's just a nice dinner. Right. He asked her, not to pick you up in last time we were together, 10 yeah. fucking years ago. She's like, yeah, this charger. beautiful blue charger. Yeah. Wait till you see what I got. He picks up with a fucking Rolls Royce. Right. I get it, Miss Bonachea. I do. Right. I understand. And she is telling us and regaling us with the story of driving down Coconut Grove. And Coconut Grove is still much like it is right now where, you know, depending on what side of the street you're on, mm-hmm. it's a good neighborhood or a bad neighborhood. Right. There's the white people and where they relegated everybody else. Never been. We got it. Right. It's much like 26th Street and Church Street in Norfolk. Got it. Yeah. We painted it perfect. Yeah. Um, And she, they get pulled over. Mm-hmm. They get pulled over as Sal is telling her a story about how he takes care of the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And she tells the story of how he gives the cops two keys to get away with it in the Rolls Royce. She's very excited about this story. She had an orgasm off that story. This lady's 57 years old. Yeah. Still spewing a load. That was the biggest thing that ever happened in her life. Ever. Clearly. But her story seems to begin there versus not just some old lover. No, Sal gave up the draw. I mean, Sal got the draws that night. Right. But but how does that be? That's going to become an issue because they keep harping about letting us know that all these women are being cheated on yeah. and that all of them are just, you know, women, you give me, you might can cheat for 60 racks. I'm not going to hold you. Right. If you cheat on me and give me $60,000, then that's, that, was, that was be, equal. I might be okay. That was equal. I got it. I might so, be okay. So so if she snitched, okay. If she snitched. She falls in love. This is, I, I feel like 
again, every man, most men's downfall are the women they choose to spend their lives with. I'll say, I, okay, I'm not mad at you there, but I guess what I'm getting at is, okay, you said she's in love. Right? And pillow talking. He trusts her. She's the girl from the bakery. She knew me when I had nothing. She dated me when I had to wait a week at a time to get each number and her phone number. Like, But what's her? what do you think her motivation is to snitch, though? I can't be married to you. You're not going to leave your wife. I don't know. I mean, you're a woman, so you would know better Look than me. Look at this black-ass, horrible bob she got. It's bad. It's bad. It's really bad. Her front tooth is brown. You don't trust a bitch with a brown front tooth. Come on, man. Am I, look at her mouth am I lying? I mean, you're not lying, but exactly. I mean, that, that's fucked up. But, okay. So, okay. All right. She's so only wearing bottom liner. That's your pick. Your pick is she's a snitch. Okay. I'm not mad at it. I mean, I women mean, I ruin guess, everything. I'm I'm woman enough to admit that. Women yeah, but do they snitch though? Is what I'm tr- what I'm trying to get White at. White women, yes. <laughs> White women snitch. Okay, I don't know. I don't Gen- deal with them. I don't know. No, seriously, think about all the druggies in movies. It's it's their wives who fucked it up. They never snitched though. Like Henry Hill's wife didn't snitch. Fucking Karen George didn't Jones' snitch? girl didn't. No, she didn't snitch. You know who did snitch? Who? What's the guy's real name in Blow? George Jones. His wife didn't snitch. She told the police he had a bunch of key, uh, coke in the car when they got pulled over and that the big pop. Yes, she oh, did. Yeah, yeah, she snitched. Okay. So we we Casino, fucking Ginger. She didn't snitch. She just got high. Ginger brought the cops to the house. But she didn't but but yeah, that's so she can get the diamonds. Yeah, and then Ginger told the fucking pimp. Snitching yeah, but isn't she just, snitching isn't just telling the cops. Yes, it is. You're old school. I forget you're an actual gangster. Marilyn Bonacea is part of the reason for their downfall. How's that? Let me stop oh, saying oh, snitch. Yeah, yeah that's she a, is a she is a large part of whatever gets them caught up. That's a fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a fact. I mean, yeah. I, I'm, you know, I can I, now I'll concede there, and I'm not saying you could be completely right. She could tell the cops everything. I I, I just don't see the angle, but I no, definitely no, I don't, see her. I don't being, see the cops. I don't see. I see her being. I see her making a mess. Oh. I'm sorry that we've been we've been at yeah. odds this whole time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I she's see messy. her making a huge mess absolutely. that causes them to get caught. Uh, there you go. Okay. I see it like Frank Lucas's wife buying the coat. Got it. Shit I, like that. See, so when I'm talking about snitch, I'm talking about who is the dude. I keep forgetting who said, while our age difference isn't huge, uh-huh. it's very especially in street culture, it's very specific. It's mm-hmm. so like when you hear words like rat and snitch, there's yeah. a very defined meaning of those yeah, things. Very much. Yeah. Yeah, so to me, the dude, to, my my guess is the guy who actually Peggy. told the cops everything. Peggy. Or told the cops what they needed to know. To or George get Valdez. George is definitely a candidate. But I, I, for, I've, my, my spidey senses are telling me Peggy because of the polo horse. Fucking Pedro. It's the fucking polo horse, dog. Um, what if it's Justo? I'm going to be heartbroken. Justo. Oh, Justo. Because we ain't heard shit from Justo. What if he's still in jail? Nah, Justo, I'm telling you, Justo went out in a blade. He went out like Blizzard and goddamn (laughs) (laughs) Juice, nigga. Guarantee he went out like Blizzard and Juice. That is for sure. Justo had the rat on. He had the rat on him in every picture. (laughs) He had the rat on him and goddamn at the boat, at at the boat docks, man. Justo J ain't, he ain't telling. He ain't even telling. His mama didn't even know he sold coke, nigga. We added the magician part, by the way. We just decided that we love Justo. Yeah, I, yeah. Justo, Justo is definitely the hardest nigga. That in the flight crew. jacket and that fro did something to me. I ain't gonna hold you. I'm telling you, that he's was straight a nice from girl the Bronx, dog. Mm. Straight from goddamn uh, 
goddamn what's the what's the shit called uh what's the main street in the bronx man shit I I'm, I'm, straight off fordham type shit it's fordham but uh but no nah, that's not what i was thinking of fuck nigga man i can't remember you're very this. upset it's i, I just because i lived in the bronx i can't oh, remember I this. i just fucking... told you that i am my safe my sweet spot is for miami not right New York. okay all right i think that kind of wraps it up for yeah this episode right yeah um, is there any other guesstimates? So we talked about who we think the buyer is. I mm-hmm. told you, I think it's Rafa. I mean, the seller. Mm-hmm. The connect. Th- the connect. I think Rafa's the connect. Mm-hmm. Do do Does their story intersect with Griselda at any point? Yes, because keep in mind, at some point, Griselda was the reason that the murder rate shot up Went in Miami. Crazy, right. She was single-handedly responsible for it. Right. It was a hot girl summer. Right. And there was a time when Griselda decided you weren't allowed to sell Coke in Miami. Right. Like. So I'm trying to remember her story and her and Pop. Did her, weren't her and Pablo at odds at some point? Or was she a direct operative of Pablo? Direct operative. Okay. So. Because she's also Colombian. Right. So. Oh, so. So none. Nah, so. That's so what I'm saying. She like, probably took over Rafa's situation and they started maybe copying from her. I don't know. She didn't want anybody else selling. What do you mean she didn't want nobody else Griselda selling? Griselda was the wholesaler. She did not want you to be selling to anybody. You remember that part? So how was she getting her shit off then? She was buying from Pablo and them. Like she she probably was buying from Rafa as well. But who was she getting it off to? The little dealers. She oh, didn't want nobody else wholesaling. Okay. Is what I, I'm I missed that part. So yeah. No, yeah, that's why the bitch went to New York because she had made too much bloodshed and fucking the reason she kept moving around. But, she she kept driving up the murder rates where she was going. But I thought she I thought she was at war with Cubans. I didn't think it was. Uh, yeah, they're Cuban. No, no, no. But Cuban cartel. If you're Cuban and buying from the Medellin cartel, that's okay, right? I don't know. Because it's the economics. It's not. It's not. It's it's it's. If it, it's so, a, if it's so the territory way, war sure. is where is the where are the bricks coming from? That's the territory war, right? Yeah, but a couple things. Mm-hmm. One, while Griselda Blanco is very smart, mm-hmm. um, I don't know if she cared at that point whether or not you were buying from the Colombians. A Cuban was a Cuban. I think that a lot of times in those instances, La Raza becomes more important. Mm-hmm. Um, especially with in immigrants. I don't mean that to sound ugly, but it's just the truth, especially in Miami. Um and two, we don't know if it stayed that way because if because in the late eighties when Griselda decided she wanted to sell coke, mm-hmm. so what if the dynamic shifted? And if it was Rafa, what if Rafa decided to sell more to her because she was Colombian? Well, Rafa got popped anyway. Rafa oh, okay. went away. I think that's what happened to him. But I'm saying in general, th- there has to be some friction between. There, there's no way they're moving what they're moving, and them not run into her, be it befriending her. Or be it yeah, I her running them the I, fuck the, out on the rail. The story intersects. I mean, yeah. otherwise, why do you call it car, co, 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 cocaine cowboys? And if I know Griselda the way I think I do, she tried to kill him. She hates yeah. everybody. Yeah. I See, that. that's She would hunch. have parties to kill people. I'm going to be honest. I think Justo J dies. I think Justo J dies at the hands of, what, what was her hitman from, from Chicago? Was it Manny? Yeah. Yeah, you know he don't like black folks, I, man. No, he hated fucking yeah. niggers. So, 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 because <laughs> he hated the boyfriend. Guaranteed, guaranteed. I'm pretty sure. It, I'm yo. 
Yeah, Manny probably popped Justo J. That's what I'm that's my guess. Is that them niggas got killed by Manny Rivera. That whole crew. Yeah. Um but in, but said, again, we're hypothesizing. We're we're hypothesizing. Jorge Ayala. Who who's that? Rivi. Yeah, Rivi. Yeah. Rivi was a hitman. Right. It was his name Manuel? Yeah. Jorge. Oh, it was Jorge? It's always oh. a fucking Jorge. Jorge. Okay, Rivi. Yeah, Rivi. Yeah, that, that was his name. So, um, okay, so those are our predictions is that Rafa's the seller. Uh, but then at some point they start dealing with Griselda. Justo J gets pop. Uh the the messy bitch makes it messy. And goddamn Mr. Polo is the snitch. Pedro. Fucking yeah. Peggy. Okay. Or George Valdez. George George Valdez definitely Jorge Valdez is is he's an issue here somehow. He somehow gets jealous or he feels slighted. He he is also maybe not a snitch in the biggest, mm-hmm. like d- most direct way. Right. But he adds to the drama as well. Adds to the drama, for sure. Yeah. For sure. He he might have wore a wire too. Right. Something like, like honestly, like something like that. Nigga. Like either that or told another cartel how to rob them or to, you know, some yeah. something. He was on some shit like Calvin was and paid in full. Very like, much he was, so. He was the man. And now he, I'm not. He, he comes out. Now these little the niggas no who more. I gave the first keys to. I'm a step. Because yeah. I see you got it under control. Oh my god. The horrible <laughs> fucking imitations are back. So yeah, so so he, he pops back in that way. But now he he definitely sells insurance for Geico. Fucking so um yeah, I I'm I'm very interested in hearing his story, but cool, man. Is that does that wrap us up for episode one? I think it does. Yeah. So, you know, I, for for the people who, you know, came to us from Snowfall. And please, you know, if, if if you didn't come to us from Snowfall, go back and listen to Snowfall, yes. our Snowfall uh, season four breakdown. Yeah. That's how this Grams of Snow thing started. Um, if you listen to the format of it, we did some really cool things and, you know, some very, like, adventurous things um, to help the episodes. We're not doing that with this, right? Yeah, we're this just coming, six, we're, it's six episodes. It's light. It's just, again, we don't we don't want to go away that long ever again. Right. And two, we like shit like this. We really do enjoy watching stuff like this, so why not talk about it with you guys if you guys like it too? There you go. That's how I feel about it too. Yeah. So, you know, these are these are grams of snow light right. diet. But yeah, these are stepped on. <laughs> yeah, these are stepped on. These, these are, are stepped, stepped on. on. Yeah. These are stepped on. But BMF will be pure. Yeah. Do you understand me? B- yeah, BMF is coming back with the raw. So. You will not feel your face at BMF. Can you give them the socials, Six? It's Tina Snow, sorry. <laughs> so make sure you follow us at Grams of Snow Pod. I oh gosh, hold on. It's been a while. It has. Forgive I, me. I think Grams. I think it is Grams of Snow Pod on Twitter. On Twitter, yes. Right. So it's gonna be no Grams of Snow Pod on Instagram. On Instagram, okay. And Grams of Snow on Twitter. And Grams of Snow on Twitter. Yeah. Grams of Snow. Uh, Grams. Grams of Snow Pod on Instagram. On Instagram. Okay. Cool. That those are the ways to catch us with us, man. You know it. It's a low follower account, but don't let that, don't let that, you know what I'm saying? Don't we let interact. That, yeah, we interact. Just, we have you a know, good little community. Help, you know, help us grow our community. I don't, yeah. I don't want you to see that and be like, oh, I'm doing them a favor. No, just join the community. Just relax. Yeah. No, no, we. We talk about drug shit. And yeah. if you're into drug shit, you want to be part of this ride. So. And I mean, they're really mean to us all the time and we just kind of let it go. Mm. They're so rude, but we love you little fuckers anyway. We do. And um, next time you see us, it'll be episode two of Cocaine Cowboys, Kings of Miami. Ta-da! Mortimer. We're back. (laughs) This has been an On Ear Network production.